0: THE
1: SYSTEM. IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT YOU THINK! AND I AM THE VOICE OF THE VOICELESS! This is the Wrestling With Edwards Podcast with your host, Scotty Wrestling. How are we doing today, ladies and gentlemen? It's a big day. It's a big day because we have so much to cover for this coming weekend. My goodness, we have three, three, three previews to go through today. But, we also have to go over what happened over the past week. So, why don't we just get started? Smackdown, um, it was just about Roman and the Usos again. The Usos had their tag team title match They lost the first time when the referee failed to see that Jimmy Uso kicked out That instantly angered Roman because he said you failed You promised and you failed So they worked towards a second match later in the night And I really thought they were going to switch the titles here And I was, I was honestly shocked that they didn't And the reason they didn't was because it looked like the Mysterios were closing in on another win when Roman reigns ran down to the ring and said, I have to take care of this now. I have to take care of this because you can't. And I think that's really the beauty of this relationship they have going on right now. Roman reigns is just such a monster of a personality, a absolute kingpin per sorts of all of smackdown. And the fact that his brothers are fail, not his brothers, his cousins are failing him, And failing what he's trying to create on that show is not sitting well with him. He beat down Dominic Mysterio like it was nobody's business. He did not let up. Jimmy Uso started saying, stop. Stop doing that. And Roman would not stop. We went off the air with Roman just raining down strikes. Reports are that rather than doing Jimmy Uso versus Roman Reigns inside Hell of a Cell... We are going to do Rey Mysterio versus Roman Reigns, and I think that could be a phenomenal match. I don't know if it's going to be inside Hell in a Cell, but what a match that's going to be. I think, you know, anytime you elevate a Rey Mysterio back to the main event, it's always a good time. Do you remember when they did that with Brock Lesnar? I loved that match uh, when it was Rey versus Brock for the title. thought that was a great match. So, I'm really excited to see where this goes, and... I think the beauty is that this will be a whole different match for Roman because I feel, you know, this will kind of channel more of the Jey Uso type matches where he is the clear dominator of the match. He doesn't, you know, he's not facing a guy who's, you know, about his size or can hit him with other things. Rey Mysterio has always been the ultimate underdog and I think that's going to work incredibly well. With Roman Reigns. We will be previewing that show next week. That's all I have from SmackDown. What we do have to talk about is AEW. We didn't have an AEW show to talk about last week. But we do now. They were back on Friday night. The only two things I really have to take from this. Are that Death Triangle continue to not have full direction. They lost here to the Young Bucks. This time Brandon Cutler hit pack in the leg with um, his camera and that gave the young bucks the win this led to eddie kingston running down if you remember uh, when pack came back the lucha bros were with kingston and they ultimately turned on him to join back up with pack to reform death triangle so this is a very interesting story they're trying to tell and i'm just hoping that we're not using death triangle as the secondary people, even though I'm, I'm betting we are. Uh, we're probably going towards a match between Kenny Omega and Eddie Kingston soon enough. But this week it will be the Young Bucks, not the Young, uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny versus Eddie Kingston, Pack and Pentagon. So that's really exciting. That's really exciting to me because any any match with Death Triangle to me is a must see match, let alone. Teaming with Kingston I think that's going to be a very interesting dynamic And they're fighting the elite So it can't be too bad And the other news Which is the biggest news of the week Or it was But it kind of has died down Shockingly Maybe because it was on at like 10.30 at night Andrade 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 El Idolo Formerly Andrade Cian Almas of WWE Has signed With AEW And not only has he signed He is guaranteed to become the face of AEW moving forward. We don't know when his first match will be. We don't know when he plans to fully jump right in. But it sounds like a full-time contract. He got the graphic and everything. He's there. He's going to be working there. AAA, uh, Federation Wrestling. I'm kind of shocked because I thought he was going to go with Roosh in Ring of Honor. I wonder what kind of contract he has because is certainly a guy that a lot of people want to see back in the New Japans of the world. And with the working relationship that AEW has with New Japan, it's very possible that still works out. But huge shining, that's a main event star right added to their roster. I'm very intrigued to see where he goes because does he get lost in the shuffle? I don't think Andrade is a guy that will allow that to happen. Uh, we did see reports this week of him asking for full control. We don't know if that's necessarily true or not. I believe wrestling Inc, um, took back that he got some control and it's more of a regular contract, but it's very interesting to me. I, I'm looking forward, uh, to seeing where he goes. And I guess that's really all I could say. um, Let's move on to New Japan Dominion. There was a lot to went down on this show. Um, Naito and Sonata are gonna face off with the dangerous Techers after a big win. That's very exciting to me because Naito and Sonata are a team that um, you know that's elite talent right there. And facing off with Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi is really exciting. I think Naito is one of the best in the world. I think Sonata is one of the best in the world. I think Sonata has really been impressing me lately in his tag matches and stuff. It looks like he has a second gear that I've always been wanting from him. And it's going to be an interesting matchup down the road when they do that. Cody Bushi versus Jeff Cobb was a physical, physical match. I thought it was really good. Uh, Never reached the idea of great like I had hoped going into it, but... Wow, was it good. Uh, These two really beat the crap out of each other. Jeff Cobb hit a F... I think they called it an F1000. Like, he just spun Coda in the air for, like, two 360s. It was incredible. Um, ultimately, Coda won the match. That was something I felt like was a guarantee, especially after Cobb attacked him. But, you know, Cobb's right now the leader of the United Empire with Will Ospreay out, so... I expect him to get some big wins um he's gonna probably have a good g1 if i had to guess but yeah big win for coda which sets him up for a title match and that's where we'll get in one second but um el desperado versus yo was really good uh desperado retained and it was revealed after the match that desperado will now face Taiji ishimori next so that's gonna be another great match there's a lot of good matches set up but this really, for me, the coverage here, is about Kazuchika Okada versus Shingo Takagi. I've been pretty adamant. I was like, oh, what well, crown Okada, you know, just to calm things down in New Japan. But no, New Japan went with the new route, and I think it was the brilliant route in the end. Shingo Takagi defeated Kazuchika Okada in the middle of the ring to win. The IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. It was a stellar moment. I thought this match was the match of the year so far in New Japan. A lot of people probably disagree with me, but that's fine. Because what I liked about it, while it was slow, I felt like everything they hit had important meaning. And let me let me give an um, idea of what I mean here. Say in Osprey versus Takagi match, I think those two are a great combination. I love pretty much most of their matches, if not all. but not every move I feel means something in those matches necessarily. In this match between ok- Okada and Takagi, my goodness, every strike meant something. every movement, everything meant more than in a normal match. These two went on for 30 minutes. It was a great battle. It was, you know, the Okada of old, it felt like. And Okada never hit the Rainmaker. That's a telling story in all of his matches with Shingo Takagi. He has never once hit the Rainmaker on Takagi. Takagi's hit it on him in the matches, but never. That's two wins in a row for Shingo. Shingo is now the IWGP World Champion. He will face Cody Ibushi first he said that's who he needs to face first and boy oh boy am i just excited for this reign i think shingo shingo's the guy shingo's having a year unlike many he's you know to me the male wrestler of the year i have a whole list i don't feel like going down right now but right now he's pound for pound male wrestler of the year the only people behind him are probably roman reigns and osprey But Ospreay is going to fall off of that very soon due to injury. When it comes to Shingo, though, this was a great moment. I'm excited to see where his reign goes. I hope New Japan just lets him go, lets him shine for a couple months here. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to it. This is a well-deserved win. A lot of people were happy about this, as was I. Um, The only thing from Monday Night Raw this week was Kofi MVP had this Interesting conversation where MVP was bringing up Kofi Mania. He's like, the only reason that you're not still in that picture is because you let it happen. You went back to just being nice. You went back to just being happy. You shouldn't have done that. He talked about how he shed a tear. There's a video that's online of him of MVP and Chad Gaspar shedding tears when Kofi won the title. It meant a lot. And I'm interested. I'm interested and intrigued to see where this goes. And that's really it for the wrap up. Everything that I'm going to talk about in from NXT, um, besides one thing. So this week Io Shirai returned. Um, she helped Poppy beat up Candice LeRae. Well, Poppy didn't do anything. She just beat up Candice LeRae. But Poppy was cool. Poppy's always cool. Uh, but I'm going to preview NXT Takeover. Um, right now you know let's let's preview it right now this is your nxt takeover preview for this weekend it's officially nxt takeover in your house we got five matches on the card and it's looking like a really interesting card because you know you got one match that really furthers some interesting storylines that really intrigues me you got a. Uh, Six men all for all the gold type match, which I think is really cool. You got a ladder match for the million dollar championship, you got the women's title, and you got the NXT championship. So, big show right off the bat, huge show. Really, really looking forward to it. So, why don't we dig in? Mercedes Martinez will face off with Zia Lee. This match dates back to the first ever Mae Young Classic. This is when Zia Lee made her first official. Um, she made her official debut as a wrestler. This was her first match. She tells us, and she lost to Mercedes Martinez. And since then, she has not only not forgotten it, but Tian Sha, as a group, has reminded her that she needs to make up for this loss. I think here you have to have Zia Lee win. I don't think there's any reason to have Zia lose unless we're going to continue this feud because I am intrigued by. What they do with Mercedes, Mercedes could definitely benefit from a big win. But I think Lee's on the track of just becoming this huge star in NXT. And I think she needs to win here. Now, you may disagree because I like Mercedes-Martinez too, but I think Xy Lee's special. I think Lee is going to be a champion someday. So this should be the launching pad. This should be the first major victory for her. Next up, the six-man for all the gold the NXT North American Championship and the NXT Tag Team Championships will be on the line. Bronson Reed will team with MSK, the tag team champions to face Legado del Fantasma. I thought this was a great idea instead of having it separate you, you know, have something different. You have a six-man that's going to allow everyone to shine in their own way and you know, there could be created there could be some problems between Bronson and MSK at one point when the titles Are all on the line I'm going to pick the champions to retain here I definitely don't think Bronson Reed should be losing yet Nor should I think MSK um, When it comes to who I think Will lose each of those titles to uh, I'm guessing Grizzled Young Veterans Probably will beat MSK down the line And I think Isaiah Swerve Scott Needs to win That even though there's a chance that Top and Ashante the Adonis Could win those tag titles as well But yeah, it, it, you gotta pick the champions here. I think, I think it'd be crazy not to, personally. The latter match: Cameron Grimes versus L.A. Knight. Yes, I did the sign thing because it's kind of catchy. These two will face off with the million-dollar championship high above the ring. Cameron Grimes has become the ultimate baby face in NXT. Ultimate. Everyone cheers him, and he said he's going to the moon. Crowd right with him for it. This is a big match, and I think you give Cameron Grimes his first signature win. Yes, it would be good to be heel, have LA Knight carry that title around, but Cameron Grimes is long-deserving of a major win, and I think this is just the beginning of propelling him to the top. Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. This match is very interesting to me because... At, at times, it felt like it was going to be, I don't know, kind of out of nowhere, but I feel that they told a story, especially this week on NXT. Ember faced off with Dakota Kai, great match, by the way, and Raquel Gonzalez ultimately ran in and broke the match up, but Ember Moon got the last laugh. And this match pens off of Raquel Gonzalez injuring Shotzi Blackheart, forcing her to be out of action. This is a first big defense for Raquel on a takeover. She already has defeated Mercedes Martinez, and I think this is her next step. To me, you have Raquel win here, but Ember Moon has been shining bright every single week, so I'm really excited for this one. I think she and uh, Raquel could have a really fun match here. And the main event of the evening. Karrion Cross defends the NXT Championship against Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gargano, and Adam Cole, baby. My pick to win is Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole not only should win, he needs to win this because the story here to me, the story for anyone to seep their attention to is Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly 2, which will happen down the line. I think that has to be for the NXT Championship, and I think that's when you switch the title onto Kyle. Karrion Cross is in a perfect situation here to not get pinned and lose his title. This will allow Cole to pin Gargano, whether it be again, or he could even pin O'Reilly. He could pin Dunn, but I think this is the brilliant chance to take the belt off of cross without having him get beaten, because personally... I think that's the goal here. I think that's why you do such a big match. It's a way to get out of Cross being champion still. I think Cross is destined for the main roster very soon. So this is the way for Adam Cole to take the title and eventually lose it to Kyle O'Reilly, probably at the SummerSlam takeover, if I had to guess. This show is going to be bomb. Um, I'm going to review this. uh, But next up, we have a preview for Tokyo Dream Cinderella and Guyism which is really fun uh alex joined me for this i hope you enjoy it and i'll talk to you after that so enjoy <laughs> all right so with me for two special previews in today's episode is alex richards alex thank you for coming on once again
0: yeah thanks for having me i'm surprised i was a little back, so you know
1: did it? You, okay, so you weren't mean to me in the first two times, so like, this one will be your make or break, because I already know what you're going to say on one thing, so <laughs> I'm watching out. Okay. But we will start off with Stardom's Tokyo Dream Cinderella, which is finally happening. I feel like we've been uh waiting for this show for years now. Um, you know, since it was postponed. But it's finally happening, I think. Like, it, they even allowed me to buy a pay-per-view. So, like, clearly we're doing something right here. Um, are you excited overall for the show?
0: Uh, Kind of, yeah. Like, I- I'm expecting a lot from, like, Utami versus Yuri. And I'm very excited to see who wins the Cinderella. Um, but the rest is just kind of whatever to me. Uh, especially the stars away to tie thing because I, I don't see a good change happening there. So
1: the beauty for me on this show is that uh, we have, you know, the Yokohama dream Cinderella in summer is in like three weeks. So mm-hmm. like, even if this isn't the best, I feel like that show will be because, you know, Cinderella winner will probably face Tam if I had to guess. And then, they'll find someone for Utami. Like, I feel like and there's a chance, like, they do Momo and Julia. So that's how I'm looking at it. Like, I'm just going to go into this, enjoy it, but uh, going to have to remember that that's coming up. But at least we get to see the Cinderella conclude live. So that's really exciting.
0: Yeah, that's pretty chill.
1: First time ever?
0: Uh, I would assume so, yeah. There was a weird period where it was, like, a YouTube thing that Stardom was doing there was, like, early, like, YouTube subscription service or whatever that um it might have had one of these shows live, but as far as I know, this is the first time ever.
1: And, you know, let me ask you, have you liked it being stretched out, or would you have preferred it all in one night?
0: I prefer it a bit condensed, because I think the beauty of the tournament is, like, the the different match types, like, how everybody has to work quicker to avoid the time limit, whereas stretching it out over a couple of shows not only messes with the booking, but also means that they can make all those matches a bit longer instead of, like, getting creative with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can agree to that. I know um before this year, every show was all... Every Cinderella was all in one night, which, you know, like you said, like, the speed and the um time limit was one thing, but also the... Uh, need to finish a match quickly because you have to wrestle again i think that mm-hmm. also something interesting which i'm hoping that means the first two matches on the show kind of channel that seeing this will be the well technically second time that wrestlers have to wrestle twice seeing siri had to as well which was kind of unfair now that i think back to that <laughs> <laughs> um, but why don't we jump in we can start off with the very first match which is uh called chapter zero which i find very funny and also kind of mean um <laughs> it is Hina versus Rina versus lady c what a match uh i actually think this kit won't be too bad uh what are you, what are your thoughts on it going into it at least
0: um i mean all three of them are are, are quite good um Hina and Rena, especially, like, are fantastic whenever they get to wrestle each other. Um, and Lady C is, she works really well with the, the smaller competitors. So, Rena and Hina are right up her alley there as far as opponents go.
1: Lady C's match with uh, Momo from this past weekend finally, like, was the clear sign. I'm like, alright, it's time. Like, let's just get her a win. Because she chokeslammed Momo. And it might have been the most powerful choke slam she's ever done. Like... My goodness, she just didn't hold back. And i it was funny because before the match, Mama was saying how, like, she was scared of the chokeslam. And I was like, okay, well, she's never won a match. I don't know why you're that scared. But, okay, cool. And I don't know. I'm sold. And I will, I, you know, I'll put my prediction out there first. I have picked Lady C to win because there literally is no other match I could see her winning in the next couple months and i just want her to win the damn match
0: yeah i mean i don't i don't think she's winning here um they push reena and Hina a little bit more than her um and since they haven't had any debuts in forever now since since lady c uh, i'm waiting for them to get in people for her to actually beat because i think reena and Hina are just a little bit ahead of her in the pecking order
1: I like to dream, okay. Like I (laughs) like to think that the tall teacher can steal one win, just one time, and that'll be that. Because if, like, even if like Hina absolutely drops Rena and she Lady C just happens to pin her, like that wouldn't be the worst thing ever. And you made a good point. If she has new gear, all bets are off.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, if she if she debuts the gear, then she she's winning and probably joining the Angels.
1: Yeah, well. I'm still waiting on that, too. I feel like that's just, like, the move that they refuse to announce. Um, You know, you've made perfectly clear on your show and just to me that, like, that's happening. It's just a matter of when.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I know in canon, I think Lady C said she wants to wait until she wins her first match to join a faction. So I guess they're just waiting for that. But um, when that happens, we, we don't know.
1: What a weird idea. Yeah, I don't wanna I don't want help until I win. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it either. So much for a teacher, you'd think she'd be smarter, but hey,
0: that's...
1: <laughs> Um who did you pick to win? I didn't even pay attention.
0: Um I think Rena probably gets her win back over Hina. Um because obviously Hina beat her in the, the first round of the future tournament there at Corkin, so I think Rena gets her win back.
1: Ah uh, yes, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I'm just happy that Reed is able to be back after missing about a month, I think.
0: Yeah, it would have been around last six weeks maybe.
1: Yeah, that's tough. Uh but we will move on to the quarterfinals of the Cinderella. This is the first official match on the show. I believe the uh, triple threat will be on the pre show or something, maybe not even aired, I'm not sure. But It'll probably be on YouTube.
0: Yeah, that maybe. sounds right.
1: Uh, But it will be Unagi Sayaka facing off with Micah. I'm very excited for this one as a fan of both. Now, this is a big spot for both of them. This is the guaranteed second straight pay-per-view that Unagi has a singles match. So uh, take that, haters. Um, (laughs) uh, How do you feel about this one?
0: Um, I think it's hurt by the fact that it's a bit predictable. Like, I don't see any world in which Micah doesn't win. Um... And I'm kind of wary of the match because I feel like Micah isn't exactly on the level of somebody who could, you know, get Unagi to a good performance. Um, and, like, if things don't click between them, then they're screwed. You know what I mean? Like, I think they both still need a little bit of help there to, to hit their top performance. And I'm not sure that they together can do that, especially in a, in a match that's so predictable.
1: Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I think it's worrisome only because, like you said, I don't know if – I think Mike is good when she has the right opponent. I just don't think she can carry a match yet, like you said. And, like, we know Unagi Unagi just can't do that yet. Uh, My only hope is, like, they kind of channel – um unagi seven match series and this is like very much micah kind of dominating little storm back by unagi which is you know most unagi matches by now because she is the underdog uh but i'm looking forward to it in a sense that i just wanted to see how they get the end because like i think pinning unagi wouldn't be a bad thing like they just had her pinned um this past weekend Uh, Against Saki Kashima And I think it would be good for Micah To get a big win like that Um, That's just me Uh, I know we're both picking Micah Because like you said It's kind of predictable There's just not really a sense of Unagi moving on Especially with her kind of focused On the futures belt Which I think she's winning
0: Oh yeah, she's definitely uh, Taking that future belt And then she'll be pulled into other directions With the, uh, the artist stuff as well
1: yeah, so it's just, it, and I don't see, I, like, yeah, she would benefit from being in the finals, because I think anyone would, but her losing doesn't hurt her, like, I think the beauty of her character is that she can lose, and it's not a bad thing, like, after the Oedo tie loss, she was, like, devastated, and I was like, Uh, It was it was one loss and you lost to the pin that everyone loses to like just in like just thinking as like a fan. You're like, why do you care? It's just one loss. But I mean, she's you'd think she'd be used to it by now. (laughs) But we'll move on to the uh, more. I would say more questionable match, even though I'm pretty set on it. Uh, Sayakamitani versus Hamika. Hamika has been off for a month, nearly a couple weeks. Uh, resting, so this is her big comeback, and someone made a point to me, which I felt was very interesting, I don't, I still think uh, I'm going to spoil my prediction I think Saya is winning, but maybe they did rest her to have a big run here and maybe get to the finals, because a Donald Del Mondo finale is not something I would be shocked by if they went with that
0: I mean, if anyone is going to stop Sia, it would be Jamaica, I think but to me, this is all this tournament is about elevating Paul Saya. Um and her beating Jimaica who you know, she got that draw with in the GP last year. That was like her first like big result of her career, you know, to show how far she's come she will beat Jimaica this time instead of like just surviving and getting a draw. Um and it'll be another step in them elevating Saya.
1: Yeah yeah you make a good point i i definitely am with you that size is winning you know we talked about how if she beat tam in the first round there was no one stopping her and let me ask you i've kind of noticed this in her past couple months really since that match with utami i think she's really elevated her game to a whole different level like she's still not at the level of like uh i i'm not gonna say can't miss but like yeah, I guess I can't miss because I think, you know, Tam has gotten to that level, but she's really improved. And I think uh, the tag match that you pointed out from this past weekend was a real sign of, like, yeah, she's got this. And, like, I understand why Stardom wants to run with her.
0: Yeah, the the shackles are off now. Like, I, they're not limiting her at all. And uh, she's really running with it. And it's it's very noticeable how good she's been ever since uh, her versus Tammy. Um And part of that is down to her working with Tam. I feel like Tam elevates people uh, very well, probably better than anybody else, due to the fact that, you know, she makes these feuds feel, like, very personal. And, you know, it, it always benefits both competitors. And I think Saya not only has the shackles off, but she's also had the benefit of a feud with Tam, um, which brings out the best in almost everybody. So... You know, it's, it's, it's all things are coming up Saya, And she's definitely looking like, you know, fulfilling her potential and probably surpassing her potential, if anything.
1: Yeah, my favorite thing you've been saying as of late is uh who expected work rate Tam Nakano? No one. Not a single person. Like, this year has been one fantastic year for her so far. And I think when you made that point, like, it's hard to say anyone else has really been the MVP. I have, uh, probably just you know, three that would be the MVP of Stardom this year. That in the discussion, at least, but I'm with you there. Like, her Matt, I'm very excited for her potential match with Tam. I just think they've been playing off each other very well in the tag matches or the Cinderella first round. And of course, there is the only reason there I've had any doubt that Saya might not win is that she has the win over Tam already. Like, technically, she doesn't need to win this to face Tam, but I just think, like you said, elevating her to the next level is what this should be for.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if she was going to beat Tam, then I think you don't need to give her the Cinderella, but I feel like she's definitely losing to Tam uh, in their title match, so I think, you know, giving her the Cinderella win... As as that big moment to to elevate her fully uh, is probably the way to go.
1: Yeah, and I think if uh is just you know going a hundred percent like she did in the Mayu match, this could be really fun as well. Like as an overall match, I kind of feel bad just kind of leaving her out because I've never been like a massive Hameka fan, but uh, she's she's really impressed me as of late as well. I mean, I know she's been out, but. She's got the powerhouse game down, and I really look forward to her match with Utami, which i we all know is coming down the line. I think that's gonna be great as
0: well, yeah. Hamika's improved a lot um she received a lot of you know plaudits when she was uh with actress girls and kind of working on some of the some of the Joshi Indies when she was teaming with uh Takase. And I never really one hundred percent saw it in her, but yeah, recently she stepped up her game, and she's uh, she's been one of the highlights of of most of the shows, um, except for obviously the last handful, which she wasn't on.
1: Yeah, high flying versus powerhouse could always be a good thing or a very bad clash of styles. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's gonna it's gonna be either a very really fun match, like that was terrible wording, or. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Like that's where <laughs> that's what I've decided on this one. I'm think I'm leaning more towards it being good, but that's, uh that's what I'm feeling. However, our next match is the most interesting one to predict or discuss. They really uh, made this match go from nothing to maybe my most hyped. It's just because of like what could happen. So I'm calling it the tag team jung- jumble. Um, there are, three teams and what it was originally was was uh julia and Natsupoi versus momo oz versus the cosmic angels tam nakano and Mita Shirakawa. now after julia said yeah i don't want to do that because i'm the boss of this company i get to decide what i want we're gonna just mix them all up and i think she said someone wins a prize i have no idea what a prize is but i just i was reading tweets um are you looking forward to this more now, especially with just, like, the uncertainty of the teams?
0: Um, yeah. No, I, I tweet this out. Like, this is, like, one of the most creative ideas Stardom has pulled out in a while. Like, it's it made a match go from just a random tag match that was just there to something now where they can advance a number of feuds if they want to and give us pairings that we've never seen before. Um, and it's there's so many directions they could take this in that it, it is really interesting even just to see who they pair up. Like do they go with the obvious, you know, everybody teams with their enemy? Uh do they make one team normal and the other two teams hate each other? Like, are Julia and Momo gonna team up? Is are they gonna have some sort of schism there? Uh is is Tam gonna be the one the teams with Julia? Like are we gonna see them together? Like there's so much intrigue there about what's going on that wasn't there when this was just a normal tag match and i i love stuff like this where you know professional wrestling is just like oh yeah you thought this was just a nothing match well here you go here we're making it interesting fuck you and it's like oh this is great i like this
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's fun it's funny when i saw it because like as someone who um is one of the very few constant viewers of WWE they feel they tend to do like the rival with rival t- tag team thing all the time but stardom's always factions and factions. It's very rare. Like the few times Momo and Siri teamed together. I was, I loved that uh, at the end of last year. So I'm really welcoming this. Um, if it's not Julia and Momo, I'm going to be very upset just because like these two can't stand each other. They have this like feud that feels so legitimate that I, I just love it. Uh, but like you said, Julia and Tam is also just a wild, wild thing. And I think the when, you know, looking at the competitors in this match, I feel that the three options for like stardom MVP this year are all in this match besides Utami. Uh, For me, Julia, Tam Nakano, and Natsu could all be in the discussion this year, and they're all in this match. So I think that's cool in itself, uh, but like you said, it feels important. I don't know what happens if someone wins, if someone loses, but to me, the main object uh, objective of this is to have Julia and Momo work together. I think that's really where we're going here, more than anything. Like, there's a picture going around that Stardom took that of Julia shoving Momo when talking. I don't know if you've seen that, and I just think it's hysterical. Like these two just. Do not enjoy each other. So this has to be the team. And then the idea of Tam and Natsupoi also, because they still hate each other. Uh, Poor Azumi and Mina. They're just kind of there. No offense to them. Unless they do Azumi and Natsupoi as a team. Then you have rivals again. Uh, But, you know, for me, there's five incredible talents in here. Mina's also there. Uh, (laughs) i I'm sorry, I had to put that in uh what I guess I'll give you like what's your prediction of who wins or just like one wrestler who wins or some story in the end of this like just give me like your best shot i don't I don't know how to predict this
0: yeah, um I think we're just we're gonna get a lot of Julia Momo stuff maybe um and that'll be the end goal. Whether that's because they're on the same team and they cost themselves the win, or they somehow pull through and get the win, I'm not really sure, but I think this will be very heavy on, on Momo and Julia. Um, That's really the only thing I can think will happen, because there's not really any other strands for them to pick up, unless they do go back to Julia and Tam, maybe teaming, and Tam is like, oh, you're cool now, yeah, and that'd be pretty fun, but I don't really know if they're going to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was just thinking uh, This is the one time In the past couple months that I don't want ALK to have the titles because Julia of course has the title and I just Wonder like if they did these Jumble teams they could have like made this a Contenders match and like this Makeshift team has to face the Tag team champions but I mean that's not going to happen Clearly now because Julia is part of that But just the idea of like Julia and Momo winning and then having to face up uh team together again for tag team titles where, you know, they ultimately just hate each other and it doesn't work or something like that. I mean, that could have been fun, but that's just me dreaming. Um Either way, this is very exciting. Uh, I guess. I'm going to pick Julia to win. That's how I'm picking this. I just think she wins i i have no idea where else to go here watch the team of azumi and mina shirakawa will win and i'll be wrong because <laughs> whatever because you know i'm i'm so used to azumi not winning lately so it's like whatever and thank you for not uh trashing momo so we'll move on here stars versus
0: still time um, don't you worry, we, we got time.
1: I don't think there's time. We're we by her match. I don't think I'm gonna allow there to be time. We got by the match. Nope, 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 that happened. <laughs> we, we can talk about stars versus the way tie now. This is where you can uh, be angry, okay? Because I think uh, we're all just over this, uh, but it's stars and Rin of Marvelous versus Oedo Tai um i guess i should name the participants as well mayo iwatani hannon starlight kid kagama is that how you say it yeah okay yep all right and rin versus natsuko tora fukujin death konami saki kashima and i'm missing someone Ruaka. Ruaka. There we go. See, I knew I was going to be missing someone. I'm just so sick of this feud, okay? Okay? Mm -hmm. I just... I I was watching the Oedo Tai versus Cosmic Angels match. I was like, oh, look at this. I can actually enjoy something Oedo Tai is doing because it's not with stars, and they didn't attack before the bell. Like... That was all I could ask for. And then uh, MK sisters have been killing it lately. Like they're just having these great matches. So anytime they're away from to Tie, it's an absolute joy. And anytime Star and to Tie away from stars, it's been fine. I mean, to Tie is whatever now. But who do you think's winning this? I think you told me that it's the same rules as last time. So it's elimination and the loser switches teams again. Great. So, uh, (laughs) how do you feel about this one? I hope, I hope Rin's pinned last then.
0: (laughs) Me and Scott, or me and, uh, Dylan were talking about that. Uh, way to tie just getting Rin to join them and she only pops up like once every three months. would be very funny. Um, but yeah, I I mean, I don't care who wins this. I just, I don't want these factions (laughs) changed anymore. Like I just, can we just leave the factions alone for two minutes I don't care really who changes because whoever it is is going to be insignificant. Like either Fuki and Death is going to go back to Stars, or Starlight Kid or whoever is going to go to Waito Tai and it's going to hurt their growth, or you're just going to have Saki Kashima in Stars again. Like there's no good outcome of this almost unless Mayu goes to Waito Tai, which is the only possibly interesting thing that could happen. Um. But, I mean, I just hope this is the end of these two teams kind of facing off against each other because you would think that they have great chemistry given that one are the bad guys and one are the good guys but they just outside of a small couple of pairings it just doesn't work like unless a match is just Mayu, Kid, Tora and Raka like chances are it's it's not going to be as good as it should be Um. so I just hope these two teams get away from each other and cause as little damage as possible here
1: they should have just did Mayu versus Natsuko. Like, come on. Like, that's that's the match to me. I, I just don't understand why you don't run with that ever. Like, I feel like those two not only would have a great match, but it would have just been better than doing the exact same thing that they did last time. Uh, my only sad part is we're probably losing Fukujin Death, who has been the funniest thing on every show since she joined Oedo Tai. Like, I don't really care, but at the same time, like her, you know, doing the uh, cigarette stuff and kicking the corner, like, all that's going to be gone. And I guess I'm sad about that. But if it means this feud ends, then I guess I'll live.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like Yoniyama will make it work. She's, you know, obviously she's fantastic, and I think you can almost keep some of the fookigan stuff but like try and make it good uh, or like a good guy perspective so i think there there's some interesting ways they could go there um but yeah i will miss the cigar spot if it's gone yeah it's just
1: it was it was so much fun but yeah i'm picking stars and um death to switch teams i guess i, I are you picking the same
0: yeah we're just back where we started
1: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, great, awesome. Um, Cinderella final. See, this is excitement now. We're back, we're two exciting Ooh. bouts, and then we're on to guyism, which is just even more exciting. So, that's always fun. Uh, Cinderella final. It we have, but we both have Saya versus Micah. I think this is the match to do because of their rivalry. Um, and you know, they're just both rising stars in the company, they're clearly among those who they think you know can be their future Uh, i'm excited for this potentially as long as all goes as expected how do you think this one will go down i'm hoping they just you know hit each other as hard as possible for 10 minutes and call it a day
0: um yeah i think uh it'll it'll no doubt be great um saya and micah have ridiculous chemistry together um and they've only got better i think since the last time they were really allowed to show off um especially Saya. So I'm very optimistic here that uh, this can be a great match and I think there will be a lot of uh very nice stiff forearms which is always good. Um and yeah, I I think Saya pulls out the Phoenix splash to win. I think that's the only result that makes sense to me. Um and it'd be a good use of the Phoenix splash, you know, they really they've used it very sparingly. Um, and that's that's good. You know, they they keep it in their back pocket, and I think you know having her pull it out here makes the most sense. Like, if you're not going to use that move in the finals of a tournament, when are you going to use it? You know,
1: one hundred percent. Uh, and you brought up like the forearms. Like, I'm just ready for the back and forth forearms. That that gets me every single match it happens. in. I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't know about you. Like, I feel like such a um simple person when it comes to that i'm like oh they're smashing each other with forearms all right this matches a four um like that (laughs) it's just like anytime they bring that out i'm like okay this is this delivered for me but i'm definitely with you uh on the phoenix splash being the finish i think like you said it has to be because what's the point of having it otherwise it's not like she's bringing out every single move and i enjoy that you know saya has two special moves like that i think i think in wrestling overall it's always good to have like a finisher, and then an ultimate finisher, if that makes sense. So I'm excited for that. But uh, speaking of forearms and probable, um, I think this is going to be great. Uh, We have the World of Stardom Championship on the line in the main event as Utami Hayashita defends against Shiri. How excited are you for this one?
0: Uh, Oh man, this! I feel like this could be a match of your contender based on everything we've seen from these two. Uh, They not only work well together, but they are intent on murdering each other. Um, I'm sure you saw the gift that I posted there yesterday, I think it was, of the powerbomb Siri gave you to Amy in the last match. Yeah, that was terrifying. She was just like, you know what, I give up. I'm going to drop you on your goddamn neck. And I'm just like this is great you know like they're they're just gonna go in there and stiff the shit out of each other um and as well as that i feel like they're both really good at the technical aspect of wrestling so you know when the match is going to be more technical and maybe more ground based at the start like it's going to be interesting because they're two wrestlers who can actually do that sort of stuff um so i think they'll be able to create a really good flow throughout that you know takes this above the level of most of utami's world title matches i could see it being up there with uh utami versus momo uh which was a great match altogether. and i could even see it surpassing it all together um and if they're both on their game we're talking maybe joshi match of the year although it has very stiff competition uh from shakasa fujimoto so you know
1: yeah fujimoto does that it's a little unfair however uh I think this is the Sherry everyone's really wanted over the past mm-hmm. couple months. I think uh, a common theme has been like they're waiting for her aggressive um, side to come out because, like, she just has a lot of fun, which is never a bad thing. But we know what she can bring to the table and her feud with Utami. I think, you know, the tag action has given her something else as well to, like, really put her teeth into, which helps. But this feud has been wild. There's been kissing, there's been anger, there's been um playfulness. Like they originally started like, "Hey, we're both going to try to win the Cinderella just to face each other." And while that was the most confusing thing ever for Tommy to say, it ha- that was it. That was the story. And I'm just I'm just really excited for this like you said this could be a match of the year if they just go into it and beat each other up for 15 to 20 minutes and hold nothing back which is exactly what they should do like if these two just ran at each other and hit each other as hard as they could right off the bat i would absolutely scream that powerbomb spot by the way terrifying um Mm -hmm. (laughs) just because like i hate neck anything that happens to the neck is terrifying in itself but My goodness, like, she just folded Utami like it was nothing. I just, all I ask for here especially is a good match. Like, I don't need a title change. I don't need a 30-minute battle. Lord knows no one needs that. I just need a fight. That's what this match needs to be. And you brought up the technical aspect. They are both great in that. And I think Utami has really found who she is as a performer, which is just the powerhouse who just dominates. And that mixed with the uh, combat skills of Sherry is just going to be um, phenomenal. Um, match of the year, huh, that's that's a tough call. That is a tough call. Um, but let me ask you, I'm guessing I know who you're picking, but who do you pick to win this match?
0: I think utami will take it uh i have some slight doubt in my mind that they'll go to siri um but i think the end goal of stardom is is julia versus utami for for that red belt um and i think that's the way to go so i think utami has to retain here
1: yep yep one thousand percent i you know i keep thinking of like the possibilities for utami after this because i think that's you know just as a fan, you kind of do that, like, oh, she gets through Shiri, which who, who she's been feuding with with for, like, ever now. Um, who could be next? And Jamaica, we brought up earlier, I think is a good choice, possibly for her next one. Um, I th- I think they're just going to hold off on Julia for another couple months. Um, but Jamaica is a good choice. Uh, let me see. Who's on the card? I mean, Toro would be great if they ever just wanted to do that. Yeah. That would be such a fun match. Like those two would just absolutely rock each other. Um those would those would be probably my two if I could, you know, pick moving forward. Um uh is there anyone you think, you know, besides those two those two that could be good contenders for Utami before she probably drops it to Julia?
0: Hmm. I think you could do Torah. I definitely think Tora could challenge. Um, Himeka would definitely make sense. I think we might see somebody from the Stars uh, once they're not busy with um, Where to Tie. I think Starlight Kid getting plugged in for a challenge would be totally fine. Um, or even if she wants to do somebody else in QQ, but I know she's already faced the two people in Queen's Quest, so I don't know. We might see somebody like Unagi Sayaka step forward to challenge her. Um, I suppose it depends on how. Many defenses she's gonna have really. If you wanna only have her face pay-per-view caliber opponents, and then that kind of whittles down the field a little bit. But if she's gonna be defending on random corkins, then it opens up the field a little bit more to your unagis and stuff to to challenge.
1: I did convince myself at a time that they would do Yoshiko, and like if she came back and they wanted to do it, I wouldn't say no. Just saying, mm-hmm. cause like. Wow, that could be really good like i I'm just picking all the powerhouse matches because I think that's just Utami's best, and having someone that can mirror her powerhouse um abilities would be a lot of fun, but Yoshiko, I mean, I guess they could do Nane if they wanted to, um, but I would prefer Yoshiko,
0: yeah, I think it's more likely we get Nenei than Yoshiko, I think there's just a little bit more build up there. Um, and she won. And yeah, Nanai did win. Um, but I I don't really know. it's supposed it depends. I think Yoshiko's injury really kind of threw all that sort of stuff for a loop. Um, but you know, I, I who knows? I I would love to see Nanai challenge utami I think it'd be an interesting match. Um, I think maybe Yoshiko and utami would be better, but I I definitely think Nanai is more likely to to challenge. But I don't think we'll know for a while. Um, my gut instinct is that Aphrodite challenge ALK after this match, and that's probably the Yokohama main event. Um, no, so that think, pretty good. Yeah, so I, I don't think we get a, a world title challenger for maybe a month or so.
1: Ah, that means we wouldn't get a wonder unless they did Cy versus just like a cork, and I guess.
0: Hmm. Or maybe it's uh, maybe it'll be Tammy and Momo against ALK. That. Momo can take the fall. Uh,
1: that, you, know you know what? You just were trying to get it in. I just knew it. You made sure to get that in. I mean, she gets the main event of pay per view. That's I
0: have to take the L again.
1: You know, <laughs> I have a gripe with a lot of these people lately. Especially not especially you. It's actually especially Xavier, because he tells me every single day that she's a jobber, and I'm going to lose it. But I don't want to hear it anymore. I understand she loses. I understand she's at a point where she has to be the one to take the fall. That's fine. But hey, a Momo main event, you know, I could ask for worse things. I could ask for worse. Things, but, come yeah, on. Just... They
0: could have asked me job instead, I suppose.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, those two are the odd ones out i mean they could always have hina do it but you know that's not happening because
0: that would that would unironically be great though Utami and hina against Siri and julia that would unironically be crazy (laughs) i think that'd be so good
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i didn't even think about that i think wow queen's quest just can't miss in like any teaming like situation can they Mm -hmm. that's just unfair because like utami and azumi's amazing um i feel like i've never seen momo and Saya.
0: Uh, they might have had one match together, maybe, but that that that's definitely a very limited pairing.
1: Like I consistently forget they're in the same group because I feel like they're <laughs> they're never connected ever in mm-hmm. any situation, which is wild. I completely forget that that's a thing. But hmm. I mean, looking forward to the Yokohama card, which I didn't intend to do, but now you have me thinking. It's either gonna be Julia versus Momo, or the title or the tag title match. If I had to guess.
0: Yeah, probably. I suppose it depends because you could you could probably do ALK versus Aphrodite at a Korkin, Um But I would hold it off for for a pay per view. Um, and yeah, you you wouldn't be able to do Julia versus Momo then. So, I don't know
1: yeah just send momo down the card. that's fine
0: do whatever you want whatever card momo man
1: mid card momo is still one of the best okay i just want to point that out like it, does, it doesn't matter she had a great oh, match with lady yeah. c what's your point
0: it's, it's scott look it's okay most of my favorites are mid carders too <laughs> like all my favorites from ajw like lost to Aja Kong and got murdered by her every night so you know it's, it's fine you know you yes just, just learn to live with it
1: well let me ask you who is your favorite of all time
0: exactly
1: so just <laughs> what was the point of that man like that was just so mean like you're like oh they got all murdered by azure kong who is your favorite so that was that was sick but yeah, like
0: well you know look it's it still would have been nice for them to not feed Saki to people but you know it's whatever
1: you know what they should just do when uh takumi comes back they should just uh, run her and mayu back and just special match because i want to see that again because i'm sad
0: yeah, that'd be pretty chill. Although, I mean, Takumi would be too busy, like, beating bitches to get the three AW belts, so.
1: She can just hold all the belts. Maybe she can face Utami. Who says no?
0: I mean, yeah, th- they did kind of tease it in that QC Marvellous Tag match last year, so, I mean, I'd be down.
1: Which was also an amazing match, by the way. It's any- a great match. If yeah. anyone hasn't seen it, but hey, that's just... Let's get on to guyism, huh? Let's just, uh, yeah, that was that was kind of my like toss in there. We have one, two, three, four, five, six matches on the card, even Mm -hmm. though you tried to tell me five, you missed a big one, (laughs) buddy. Um, and then you blame me, which was funny. (laughs) But this is, uh, this is a very exciting card. I think every match is just like fun in its own right. Um, overall, how is your excitement for guys?
0: Um, I'm super happy to see it. Um, I think the main event has potentially huge implications going forward for for the Joshi scene. So, like the main event alone is isn't crazy to me. But then, you know, the opener is is gonna be super fun. The uh the nostalgic, you know, past match with you know Nagayo and Kairu and stuff is is soothes my nerd heart. Um, and you know the the rest of the stuff is just kind of there. Although dash murdering Hibiki with weapons is going to be great, so you know, uh, I'm happy to see it. Uh, I wish it wasn't like fifty quid or whatever, but you know, Nagayo can have all my money. It's it's fine.
1: A devastating price, which I wasn't. It's funny because we talked about. it. I was like, oh, I don't know, and then and then Takumi posts a video of her training, it's and not like, be Takumi.
0: it's it has like Takumi. It we, we'll to be. It I have convinced we'll myself. Oh, uh, so that's it yeah, later. We we it's will. not. It's not to me. But, you know, Yeah.
1: keep telling yourself that I understand. <laughs> I know what you're doing. You're just trying to keep your hopes down. But,
0: yes, uh, I have
1: tried to keep your hopes up. And you already told me that you'll never talk to me again if it's done. So that's great. <laughs> or something. You threatened something, which was perfectly reasonable. But I believe this match is called the Futures match, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Uh, Gaia-ism the future. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So we got um, Sendai Girls versus Marvelous. Manami. Eureka Oka and Cannon versus Mei, Hoshizuki, Mikoto Shindo and Maria. This is mm-hmm. a pretty good opener if I don't if I say so myself.
0: Yeah, it's pretty loaded. Um that marvelous trio is is fantastic. Um I remember back in like 2019 they were like infamous for going around to like all the different groups and just putting on really really good matches. Um, so everybody kind of knew them as the Marvelous Trainees. Um so it's it's cool to see them here together again uh for Gaiaism. um it's like they're pretty loaded as a team like i'm pretty sure canon is like only a teenager uh like maybe 15 um and is very new to wrestling so like between her and oka and minami that's kind of a weaker team as far as like experience goes um but the marvelous team more than makes up for it they're they're just three fantastic wrestlers um it's going to be a fun one cuz Two styles work really well together with marvelous kind of all of them just running around the ring, doing crazy shit at high high speeds um while the Sunday girls just try and like knock their chests off
1: sounds good to me, I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like a blast um yeah, uh I know you know I've seen i think I've seen almost all of them wrestle except for maybe Canon um I love watching May she's just so good already. Um, I watched a match with Maria recently from one of the Marvelous shows that I really liked. I think she, it was an opening match and she was, uh, wrestling one of the oh, trainees.
0: Yeah. Her and, uh, on, I think. I, Hozan.
1: Yes. Yes. I really yeah. liked that for some reason. Um, I thought, uh, um, I, I don't know. I just, I think Marvelous should be the brand that everyone watches or they should just travel everywhere because they're all so good and they need to be there. wrestling more. Um, I'm. I, I mean, I think the marvelous team wins here. But what what are you thinking?
0: Um, I think despite the advantage, uh, Eureka Oka wins this for Sendai Girls. Um, her armbar, I think it was her submission, has been built up in almost all of the Gaia-ism matches. Uh, that are the Road to Gaia-ism specials. So I think Oka probably takes the win for her team here because Sendai is very high in her, and uh, they've been building up her armbar a lot. So I think. She'll probably get it on Maria, because I know Maria does an armbar too, so I think it'll be like a battle of armbars, and uh, Oka will win and probably be the X for Sendai Girls in the main event.
1: Oh, okay. I could not tell you for the longest amount of time who is going to be the X for uh, Sendai Girls, but there we go. Um, I'm excited just because I think this is a great showcase, and the fact that it looks like... Marvelous and Sendai Girls are just going to be working forever moving forward. Um, it's really exciting because, like like we said, there's just so much talent on both sides, and it means there's more talent for these shows. Um, so that's exciting. Um, next up, we have the only men's match of the show as uh, Shima goes against Leo Isikawa. I- Isika. um, Shima, for those who don't know, um, he's wrestled pretty much... Everywhere, um, I know he was long time in Dragon Gate, he's representing Gleet in this match. He was also in AEW. This guy gets around, that's what I'm saying here. Holy, um, and then I think Issachar is the only marvelous male competitor.
0: Yeah, he's um, he seems to be the male trainee, and yeah, they don't really do much with him. He just kind of gets his own little spotlight matches on all the shows, um, which is disappointing because he's generally like pretty good. Um, but there's a big ceiling on what he can do in marvelous, but you know, it's, it's good that they're giving him like one of the, you know, most prominent junior heavyweights of the last two decades to wrestle here to, as a real showcase of his skills, because he is genuinely a good wrestler.
1: I respect him just being like, yeah, I'm going to go learn from the uh, Chagusa Nagayo, screw you all. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to go anywhere else. This is where I'm going. I don't care if I'm the only one. I'm just gonna do this, and you're gonna like it, and I—that's just great. I mean, I'm picking Shima to win, but I—I I don't care.
0: Oh yeah, Shima don't take L's.
1: No, no, he doesn't. I've learned that. A lot of people don't like him for some reason, but I don't know. I've always thought he's pretty decent, but again, I don't—I don't really care. So, moving on. Haroda <laughs> um, versus Great Suzuki. Suzuki. Uh Pasuke sasuke see i knew i was gonna mess up a name really bad um (laughs) Haroda is hilarious so that's that i'm just excited for this for that alone
0: yeah this is a very interesting match because uh sasuke is a psychopath like he's a known psychopath like that's why he kind of got big as he was doing these insane bumps that like nobody with in their right mind would take um and he's still taking them to this day um, and Saka Hirota is just like a comedy genius. She's maybe the greatest comedy wrestler ever. Um, so like, this is just an insane pairing. Um, it's, it's it's actually a nice thing too, because um, the reason Sasuke is on the show is because his promotion, Mishinoku Pro Wrestling, let uh, Gaia Japan competitors on their shows when Gaia first kind of set up. Um, so Gaia, you know, would have earned a lot of fans by having their wrestlers on his shows. Um, so I think that's why he's on here is kind of as a thank you. Um, so, you know, this is a nice little thing there for the match, but it's definitely just one of those like meme matches. That's going to be insane because these two are weirdos.
1: I expect a lot of laughs from this, but that is pretty cool. Um, that they Mm -hmm. were able to get him on here. I really have not much to say about this besides I'm just looking forward to it. I think that's kind of like what this match especially is. Like I don't I don't have a difference of who wins. I'm just looking forward to it because like you said they're they're very different styles. So it should be uh it should be a fun watch at the very least. Yeah, it'll be uh interesting to to say the least. <laughs> Hey, interesting is good enough for me. This match, this up, this next match, uh, really the last three, just because of, uh, they're all different. Like hype for me in different reasons, but Dash mm-hmm. versus Habiki. I mean, this is going to be, just this is gonna be awesome. Like Habiki's <laughs> really good at uh, what she does, and Dash is Dash. So, uh, how do you feel about this one?
0: Uh, I'm very glad that it's happening um because hibiki's heel character is not very good as far as like match quality goes but she's annoying enough that seeing her get beat up by with weapons is going to be like absolutely euphoric um so you know dash being the (laughs) hardcore queen is gonna absolutely murder her and uh, i'm gonna enjoy every second of it
1: so uh we're picking dash to win yeah
0: you know i'd say hibiki probably steals (laughs) that's that's what she does but it'll be satisfying to see her get beat up nonetheless
1: it will be such a heel i'll literally be bowing in my chair at like 7 a.m this is great i'm gonna be upset (laughs) like ah but it should be it should be a lot of fun at the like i said this that's really what i'm looking at at this whole card like a lot of fun matches like it's not necessarily going to be like these um match of the year class except from the main event. Um but they're gonna be a lot of really entertaining matches. It's gonna be an entertaining event. And I really I guess as a wrestling fan, that's all you can really ask for.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm just happy to see the celebration of Gaia Japan. Um and I mean Gaia never really gets the the credit it deserves for being like the top Joshi promotion once all Japan kind of fell in hard times. Um, so the fact that Nagayo and Satomura get to kind of sit back and celebrate their, you know, mostly Nagayo's creation, um, is is just nice for me. Um, the fact that the card is pretty fun is just a bonus.
1: Speaking of those two, this is what um you called, and I quote, the old woman match, um, <laughs> which it is. Like you weren't lying, but I think just uh for the um Joshi historians. And for those who may not know too much about them, this is really exciting. So we got Chigusa Nagayo, Kearu and Sa- Sakura Hiroda versus Maiko Satamura, Chikayo Nogishima, and Toshi. I don't have the last name written down because I'm an idiot.
0: You wanna uh, Toshi Uematsu, I think.
1: Thank you. I completely forgot to write down the last name. Um, <laughs> for me, this is exciting because I've seen plenty of Maiko. Um, whether it be in stardom or oddly enough, WWE. Um, and then, I mean, everything I know, about Nagayo is, this is just cool to see her in action at any time. Like I remember when she walked out for the all-star rumble, that was just awesome. Like she didn't have to do much, but it was just cool to, see. it's always cool to see legends compete. And the fact that we're going to see these two, especially in the ring at the same time in 2021, that's exciting in its own right.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's such a cool match, because obviously, like, Nagayo trained Satomura, and she trained Hiroda, and uh, she trained Nagashima and Uematsu, I believe, so, you know, Nagayo getting to go in there with all of her trainees is always nice. Um, And, you know, just seeing so many of the original, kind of, Gaia Japan roster members still, kind of, kicking around, and able to take part is is fantastic um and yeah as a as a joshi nerd myself uh given that i do a a classic joshi podcast um this is just fantastic i mean kioru is one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time and then you have Nagayo and and Satamura who are two of the biggest legends in kind of the history of joshi it's just such a cool match and you know it's great to see Nagayo and miko get to go in there one more time uh before Miko kind of goes off to the UK for presumably full time. Um, So yeah, it's just nice because the the last ever Gaia show had uh, Nagayo and Miko Satomura in the main event. So them still getting to wrestle here uh, for the anniversary show is is really cool.
1: That is really cool. And it's funny because in about an hour, Miko Satomura is going to be a champion in another company that probably no one imagined she'd be working in. So that's kind of wild. But yeah, I, I'm just looking forward to this. Like I said, I don't I don't think it really matters necessarily who wins. It's just a sense of I'm guessing Mike uh, Satomura wins, but again, I don't think it uh, particularly matters. It's going to be a fun no. – it's going to be a celebration match. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be cool to see. And like I said earlier, that's really what this card is all about. Um, but like you said, um, them being able to celebrate – it is really cool, and I just realized that Nagayo has pretty much trained most of this entire card.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, most of them in between her and uh, her Miko and Takumi. There's probably all of them,
1: absolutely absurd. But hey, that, that just proves how uh, great she is on both sides, whether it's her wrestling or training. Uh, but let's get to the main event for all the gold. All the belts. We that uh, there's something there's something cool about when a wrestler just carries multiple belts. Um, so mm-hmm. this is exciting in itself. Uh we have Sendai Girls versus Marvelous once again, Shihiro Hashimoto, Micah Iwata, and X. So they haven't announced the participant for them versus Mia Momono, Rin Katakora, and X again. How excited are you for this main event?
0: Uh very so excited. Uh, like, there's no way this isn't a fantastic match. Like, Mio and Chihiro have been beefing for a while. Uh, Rin and Mika have obviously been beefing. They had the match in Marvelous there the other day. Um, and whoever the X's are, they're going to add a lot to it. Um, but yeah, like, you have in just the four people announced, you have four great wrestlers. And I think, you know, with all the belts on the line and the fact that this is an elimination match, you're just going to see so much good wrestling. Um, and they're all going to go out there and kill it, you know, to really showcase the spirit of Gaia Japan.
1: I like to put all my chips on the table and saying me and Momono might be the best wrestler in the world right now. And I don't Mm -hmm. feel bad saying that, like, I've had multiple conversations with people, especially as of late of like, who's the wrestler of the year and you and me agree that Momono with you know the catch the wave stuff right now she may be making her claim as like the definitive wrestler of the year um because mm-hmm. like her first match was incredible in that and there's something special about a wrestler like who can't miss no matter the match like for example she had a fatal four-way it featured her Mesaruga. shit
0: uh oh the from the yeah yeah you got meho shizuki yep and, and I, wasn't miyuki takase
1: i mm, yes i want to say yes either either way so like, it
0: was everybody had m all four yeah. of them had m's yeah. to start their name
1: and they had this like ability it was comedic at the beginning because they were like running around the arena. But it ended up being so good, and that's just, like, one match. I use an example. Like, it wasn't a match of the year, but it was still so good, and that might be legitimately, like, the lowest um, rating for me I've given her this year, which is ridiculous because I thought that match was really fun and great. I I can't say enough good things about her. I feel like, um, you know, someday, someday marvelous in her as a whole. Will just be gigantic and more and bigger than it already is, and I think she's going to be at the spearhead of that. That's why I'm like, just please, please stay healthy.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's she's had her extensive uh, injury problems in the past, so I, I hope that they're behind her because I mean, it was really unfortunate how she really missed the bulk of two and a bit years due to, to injuries, you know? So hopefully they're in the rearview mirror now and she can, you know, continue the run she's on. Cause she's genuinely one of the most exciting wrestlers in the world. Um, and she's only going to get better.
1: That's terrifying that she's going to get better, but that's just besides the point. So we get to the point of not predicting the match. We're predicting the X's and this is, uh, Better a conversation I've been looking forward to because um there's a lot of threats going around from Alex to me, uh <laughs> regarding the Marvelous X. But let's start <laughs> off with the uh Sendai Girls X. I believe you said you believe Oka will be the one filling in there.
0: Yes. Um it wouldn't make sense to that um they would give somebody in that opening match a spot. Um Especially because you have to pick somebody from your group, and I think Sendai would be best throwing an eye to the future. So you know, having Oka there, given that you know she's picked up a good few pinfalls for them in the Road to Guys and matches, just kind of makes sense. Although I could see them going with Miko, depending on how the match plays out. You know, I think Miko and Nagayo as the exes could be a, a way to go. Um, but I think Oka is the most likely.
1: That'd be lit if they just put the two legends in there. That'd be incredible. Just, wow. That would be... Imagine either one of them holding gold now. That would be so, just amazing. Uh, let's get to the uh, Marvelous X. I'll let you go first.
0: Um. Yeah, so obviously, if, if the Sendai X is Miko, then I think they go with Nagayo. Um. Otherwise, I think Kioru is probably the the way to go. Um kyu is retiring in August and she cut a promo recently where she was like, you know, I want I want you guys, I want Marvelous to to carry on the legacy of the 3AW belts. I want, you know, that to be I want those belts in Marvelous basically. So I think her helping Marvelous win those belts just before she retires would be a fantastic moment. Um and a really nice way to send off just you know one of the most underrated wrestlers ever. Um so I think Kioru is probably my guess just based on that promo she did and the fact that she's retiring in uh in August. But you know, maybe I'm wrong. Well you use reason, I use hope. Um I'm <laughs>
1: picking Takumi Roha. I have been I was convinced of this last month when it was very much not gonna happen. And now that you know she's been posting videos she's keeps she keeps saying that she's working back. I believe they have a Cork and Hall um show next month that she said she's going to do her best to get on like ah oh, man, I've gotten my hopes up. I've tried to get your hopes up cuz I'm just a terrible human. And <laughs> I just think uh, I don't I don't know. I feel like a tag match like this, you could put her in and she could ease her way back in uh, even though I don't think she needs to. I'm just so convinced it's her. I'm gonna be heartbroken. Like, I already know this. You've already you've tried to like calm my nerves, but she post once she posted the tweet yesterday and I sent it to you. I was like, okay, it's happening. It, it, there's no way it's not happening. Like, I am hook, line, and sinker, Mio Momono, Rin Katakor, and Takumi not only are gonna be teaming up this weekend but they're going to win titles and it's going to be amazing like that's where I'm at um, you're probably going to be 100% right but I I don't know how you can go into this not just having that hope that somehow some way it's going to be her
0: Well, I think instead she will be at the show but will probably announce her return um, instead of competing I think she'll probably show up and be like hey I'm coming back to Marvelous at this show to fight for the belts or whatever I think that's more likely than uh, her wrestling because honestly if Takumi is wrestling on a show you're going to announce it beforehand to to sell tickets you know yeah yeah
1: I mean that would be a fine like
0: uh, consolation
1: yeah like as long as I know the date that she comes back I'd be like ah cool but mm, I don't know feel like her returning live guyism for two two belts, it's tough to beat that. Just tough to beat that. I mean, you're right, because why would you not announce her? This isn't um, an American company. You like to announce things to sell tickets. That would make a lot of sense, but I've gotten my hopes up. Who do you think is walking away as the winner in this match?
0: Oh, it's marvelous, 100%. Uh Center Girls doesn't really need titles. Um, I wrote this in my... Uh, preview but shihiro hashimoto has been santa girls champion for 600 days and has defended it once um she's had the tag belts for like 200 and something days and hasn't defended them at all they just aren't that kind of promotion anymore like they don't need titles anymore whereas marvelous does i think marvelous wants them um so i think marvelous getting a hold of the Both sets and probably unifying the belts and merging them into the three aw legacy is probably the most likely result um there's a lot of speculation that we'll see the two groups merge and i think that would be pretty chill um i don't know if that's going to happen or if they're just going to like occasionally have like a three aw title match on a Sendai girl show i don't really know um but i definitely can't see any way in which marvelous doesn't win this match because Senegro just doesn't need the titles at all. Like, they they don't want them.
1: I just want Mio two belts. That's all I want. I just want her to hold two belts at any time. She should hold all the belts, let alone just two. But that's where I'm at. I don't don't know about you. Like, I just... Yes, Marvelous deserves titles. That's great. And that will be uh, really good moving forward because they'll be able to have so many um, fun matches, you know, moving forward. But... I just really, really, really want Mio to have some uh, gold because that ends up meaning we get more matches of hers four titles, which I can feel she could just bring it to another level that is unfair. <laughs> um, I, you know, I never forget the match you sent me of her versus Takumi. Like, I have never been more blown away by a wrestle I've never seen before. And like that was the first time I ever saw her. And I was like, what am I watching? Like this is incredible. I don't I don't remember what year it was from, maybe 2019.
0: Uh yes, possibly. Time is <laughs> a so.
1: time doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But uh, I am so excited for both of these shows. I, you know, we talked about stardom earlier. Um the idea that Marvelous just can keep working with everyone is exciting, but the idea that them and Sendai become like an unofficial like one promotion type of thing is also just great because you know they work together so much already it 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 would just be a blast to see them have these bigger shows more often because um, Marvelous has what one show a month,
0: yeah, one or two yeah.
1: Yeah, see, just the idea of them getting to perform more because it's, as, you know, a wrestling fan, you like to have access to as many matches as possible. And getting access to these, to specifically all the Marvelous talent, isn't always the easiest. So I'm just happy that they're getting titles. I feel like that could just be the start of a lot for them. Um, you, you call yourself, like, the leader of the Marvelous bandwagon. Um, so let me, uh, I, I want to ask you or just to tell people like, why should not only they invest in a show like this, but you know, really both brands, especially Marvel, Marvelous moving forward
0: uh marvelous has some of the most talented wrestlers on the planet like i don't i don't think i'm being hyperbolic here but you know takumi and Mio are are two of the best no doubt and and mayho suzuki is quickly getting there like not watching it you're missing out on so many good matches and so many good talents um and you know sender girls is it's you know it's hit or miss with how motivated the wrestlers can be but i mean you, they are also home to, you know, fantastic wrestlers. Chihiro Hashimoto is fantastic. Mika Iwata could walk into any company tomorrow and be one of their best. Uh, Dash Azako is the same. So you know, you know, check this out because the the main event is guaranteed to be one of the best women's matches you've, you'll probably have ever seen. Um, and yeah, like just marvelous is is just one of the strongest rosters ever, uh, or in Joshi right now. You know, so you're missing out big time if you're not watching Marvelous.
1: I really wanted you to say Marvelous is Marvelous.
0: See, no, that, that that's that's pretty bad. It, <laughs> that's it's pretty it's
1: really bad, but like I I I don't know. I just would have been funny. I would have laughed. It would have been cringe, but it would have been funny for me to hear. Uh I'm excited though. Are, is there a show? between the two that you're more excited for or are you just excited for uh, meaningful wrestling because that's always welcome especially when you specifically have a stardom podcast
0: yeah I just like big matches uh, you know big shows the big matches are just interesting shows and uh, that's kind of what this is uh, unlike a lot of the recent stardom shows which isn't their fault they've been in house show mode for a while but you know a show like this is a really nice change of pace
1: it sure is. It sure is. Well, Alex, thank you for coming on once again. You didn't end up having to get banned for life. Good job.
0: Well, you know, it's it's still early days, man. I could, you know. Yeah. Well, th-
1: there there's going. <laughs> Actually, we did get into a little hissy fit, but it's fine. And when I say we, I mean me. But it's fine. We got through it. You did it. You weren't too mean to Momo. That's all I can ask for. Um, are there any uh, final thoughts before I let you go?
0: Um yeah, uh Momo should definitely lose to Julia soon. Um and yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> you know, I really set I really set you up for that, didn't I? That was um You did. You to did. be
0: fair. To <laughs>
1: be fair, I firmly believe that Julia should also beat Momo. So like this isn't like a crazy thought mm-hmm. because Julia needs to win the title. And I think down the line they can have a title match when that happens. Like I think that's um, the beauty, and I hope that you know maybe someday Momo can get her win back. But that's just me asking a lot and asking for a lot in the distant future. But I agree that you know Julia should beat Momo, and Julia's good. Everyone, listen to uh, Stardom Quest. You can hear uh, Dylan yell about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can hear him yell about a lot of stuff. You you guys don't understand. When I edit, I have to like slide his bar down a lot just to be able to hear it. So. <laughs> It's uh, Yeah, you can hear him yell a lot. But, you know.
1: Thank you again to Alex for joining. He uh, hyped me up for this show even more than I already was. That was a great preview and predictions. Um, hopefully, you know, we can keep having him come on for those stardom ones, especially I think they are a blast when we get to go back and forth on those. Well, that's the episode for this week. Next week, I will have my thoughts on... Tokyo Dream, Cinderella, NXT TakeOver, guyism possibly something from TNA's special. Uh, Impact special, not TNA, that's, that's my bad. Then, um, you know, the usual SmackDown, AEW, all that. So, guys, thank you for listening once again. And make sure to tune in next week. And press that subscribe button. Follow me on Twitter, at Scott E. Wrestling. You can check out my articles um, on Last Word on Sports, Inside the Ropes. Daily DDT and Voices of Wrestling please make sure to keep checking me out there and definitely uh, if you don't follow me on Twitter yet do that as well until next time have a good one guys It's